We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an emergency episode of the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 411. You and I were supposed to be in Tampa right now, Scott, and I'm looking around. I am in my bedroom. You are in your office. That's not Tampa. No, it's not Tampa. It's not Tampa. This uh, this coronavirus took over the... It's literally taking over the world, man. It's, uh, It's depressing, dude. This whole thing is just sad, I gotta tell you. I mean, we were looking forward to this trip for so long and it's like it's always like the uh the beginning of the season the beginning of spring training for us really and nope no 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 spring training no yankees games no hanging out with a bunch of people no drinking beers no smashing freaking apples it's all gone (laughs) it's been a wild 24 hours Uh, yeah we were so excited for this trip we've been have we had this trip planned how how long ago did we have this date it was like December, right? We picked these dates out. Yeah, it was. It was even before that. Honestly, I think it was. Uh, it was like November or something. There's, there's a bunch of dogs fighting outside my house right now. It's like I think they. I think they have coronavirus. They know. Yeah, they know. It's no. I. I saw dogs are immune. Oh, are they? Uh huh. So yeah, we've had this plan for a long time. Um, Nick. I, Nick. I think summed it up best where he said, "As soon as Altuve's home run landed, I was looking forward to spring training trip." And, that, and that's the truth. Like you get down there, 
you feel like you're starting. It's almost like baseball New Year. It, things are starting over, and and you you feel good. And it was already going to be a weird weekend because of the coronavirus and just sort of like the surrounding aspect of being at a large event, traveling, flying on an airplane, etc. But then last night with the presidential update, the NCAA tournament, NBA suspending their play. And then it just escalated so quickly. Celebrities are getting it. Tom Hanks has coronavirus. And then you knew Major League Baseball was going to make an announcement. Originally, they were, were going to have a meeting on Friday. That was moved up to Thursday. It had to be moved up to Thursday. They, they could not just remain silent for all of Thursday while the rest of the world is panicking and freaking out. Well, that's what I was so, wondering. I was wondering... Like, how is MLB going to screw this one up? <laughs> like, are they actually going to wait until Friday until until everybody, like for our personal case, obviously we have this event on Saturday. We have 200 people go, going down to Tampa. I know some are local. Some are already there. But a some lot of people are, have yeah. tweeted us being like, hey, I, fly, I landed already. Yeah, our like, guy Anthony is down there like watching, you know, watching uh, all the the different practices. He he went to the, uh, the House of Ale or Yard of Ale. And it's just, it's depressing, man. But... The thing is, is like, are, were they going to make the decision? Was it going to happen? I'm very thankful that they did. I, you know, I thought that, you know, they're so, we're so used to them screwing up these PR things. Well, for a second, I thought like, they screwed it, it up. Yeah. Oh, because Joel Sherman's tweet. Joel Sherman had the wrong date on when right, play right. for spring training was going to be suspended. He His original tweet said Saturday. And you're like, okay, so what the hell happens on Friday? Like games go on as normal. People are just supposed to show yeah, up yeah. at the stadium like nothing is wrong. That would have been so typical MLB to be like, no, no, no. Everything's fine on Friday, but Saturday is when shit gets real. Right. And, and there were reports earlier in the day too, before anybody has announced anything about MLB, but everybody's suspending like the, the teams are spending, the Yankees are suspending the scouts. They're not letting anybody travel they're like doing all these things but it's fine if the fans go and travel to these games let's not tell them but i take it all back all my thoughts of ill will towards them because they came out and uh, and did something which was good so it had to be done it, sucks, it had to be obviously. done they, i mean they were literally put no no there was no choice there because everybody i mean right. they freaking canceled the ncaa tournament it's crazy oh, yeah the whole thing NBA, is wild. the the NBA season is halted. Like the only thing still going on is WrestleMania because Vince McMahon is a psychopath and wants to watch the world burn. Yeah, I mean that's going to eventually be canceled. I tell you the one thing I'm very interested to see though. I wonder if they just roll out the XFL and just keep going because now <laughs> this would be like the greatest time for the XFL ever to uh, to gain some some traction in in yeah, sports. No sports are happening. Yeah, I bet they they're like you know what. XFL, we're gonna risk it. Let's go. This is this is let's let's see what <laughs> how badly do you want it? Yeah, this is like right on their narrative, and it's actually kind of kind of uh, ideal for them. When global t- catastrophe happens, the XFL still plays. <laughs> but yeah, for so many reasons, this sucks. Obviously, we don't have baseball, and we don't know when we're gonna have baseball. Spring training indefinitely suspended. The season suspended at least two weeks. It's going to be. I, I think it's going to be weeks, more than that. I, I think it's going to. I think it's going to be more. I'm happy they did not put a set date on it because there's no way they know. We don't know where this is going. It's rapidly escalating. I don't want to get too much into the weeds on coronavirus. Like this is not the podcast for that. Right. But I did listen to uh, Joe Rogan head on a disease expert the other day, and they talked for like two hours about the coronavirus. And coming away from that podcast, listening to an expert, reading a lot of information. This shit is not going away in two weeks or four weeks. It, it is months. It is months to go away. So I don't know if sports are going to be suspended for months. I don't know if they're prepared to do that. If after a couple months, a month and a half, they figure, okay, like life needs to go back to normal eventually. 
I don't know where you go from here because once you suspend play and games and large gatherings for coronavirus, do you have to wait until coronavirus is gone? That's not going to happen anytime soon. Right. That's not going to happen on April 9th. That's not going to happen May 1st. It's probably not going to happen by June 1st. No, yeah, they're going to they're obviously going to try to contain this thing and and keep it into small areas of uh, of known contamination. The problem right now is that you know, there's that incubation period of whatever it is. It's like 5 to 15 days or something, whatever they whatever they said it was. Like that that's the scary part is that you don't know if it's coming. And you know, I think a lot of people in the beginning and this is we could get into we could get into very deep discussion about this entire thing. We could go Joe Rogan 2 hours on this and and the impact of society and how everything has come about, but I mean, sometimes it's hard to believe what the media is saying. And then, and, and people, I think, you know, it's pretty clear on social media. You can see that people have dismissed a lot of it, you know, wrong, yeah. wrongfully so, but you know, they're almost conditioned to, to the, the nonsense that's spread out there on social and whatever else. It's just, there's, it's a crazy thing. And this whole, like you're seeing all the sports uh, closed down and there's such a trickle down effect too. I mean, think about all the people that work there, people, all the, yeah. the people that cover it. Like there's just, there's a huge trickle down effect for this whole thing. It's going to be pretty crazy. It's trickled down effect for an entire society, not just sports, yeah. but when you just narrow it down to sports, yes, all the people, obviously all the uh, fans who want to go to the game, that affects them. It affects all the workers who plan to work concessions and work gates and all that kind of stuff. Security, grounds crew, everything is affected on down the line. One, Wherever you think it stops, it doesn't. Right. It keeps going down the line. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And you know, even the threat of this, I mean, obviously, if you if you guys have been, uh, whoever's listening to the show, if you've been listening for a while, you know, my personal situation with Kemp, my son, who has a, uh, a heart condition. And, and in that case, like, you know, you got to start thinking about other things. Like if this incubation period now is five to 15 days, I was, even if they didn't get canceled, I was probably not going to be able to go. I, I In fact, I, I wasn't going to be able to go because of this pro the incubation thing, the stage, you know, I wouldn't know if I had it and I wouldn't be able to risk that because... Um, he is a high risk population. I know kids supposedly aren't aren't, aren't getting uh, it as much as some of the older folks, but um, mm -hmm. you know he's a high risk he's a high risk person in general. So it wouldn't be I just wouldn't be able to go because of that. I mean, there's situations mm -hmm. across the world with different people that have you know individual different different things going on where this is affecting it. It's just it's crazy, man. The the amount of people that this is affected. And if you think about you know. Um, I don't even know where it originally started, but you know, when we first hear about it, it was in China, you know, however so far away this, on the other side of the globe. And now it's here. Suppo supposedly someone ate a bat in West Africa sometime in late November. And that's how it was transmitted from animals to humans. Are you being serious? I thought you were joking when serious. you said that. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. Uh, I mean, this is coming from the Joe Rogan podcast, but um, they can actually basically carbon date these sorts of viruses way you can carbon date fossils and stuff like that depending on the mutations and how quickly it's spreading oh, and a number of different factors we got a doctor and a scientist on this podcast don't worry about and, it and uh, listen i'm just regurgitating information and i'm hopefully regurgi re regurgitating it accurately but they they said their best guess is uh third week of november was when it was transmitted from animals to humans and for I, I don't want to get political. I have never gotten political on the show, and I, I hope we never get political on the show because we're a baseball podcast. But the United States did not act fast enough. <laughs> they basically, like people, all the jackasses on Twitter, poo-pooed it for a while. And here we are now.
So. I mean, I think that's that's one of those systemic things when you have media um, just blowing up things that aren't supposed to be. I don't know. Again, we're 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 in uncharted waters with this whole thing. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, but again, I, I do applaud the fact that the baseball took action. Um, NBA kind of had to with that guy. And I, I look, I know the guy was a jackass. I forget his name. The center for uh, the, Got, the Goddard. Yeah, Goddard. I, I feel bad a little bit too because I could I know it was in jest like it, he was just he was being a jackass Go, and, Gobert yeah and he and understands Go, that Go he was Bear. being a jackass whatever it is um, so I kind of feel <laughs> not bad NBA for, guys yeah I kind of feel bad for for that whole situation just because he knows it was stupid like we all know it was stupid he's not like he's not a villain like they, yeah but like put yourself thinking. in his shoes yeah it was dumb and, and it's like it's exactly something when you're like in like a young guy like hanging around your your bros like yeah. it's exactly something you would do oh look i'm sick let me rub my hands all over everything yeah it's it was just dumb. in hindsight he looks like a jackass right but. well yeah exactly uh so this that was crazy like and how fast this whole thing started and then and then well, just no like, how fast it escalated in the, in the last 24 hours yeah it was i mean we started talking about what are our contingency we didn't have any discussions on contingency plans until Wednesday afternoon, and by Thursday morning, basically, we canceled everything. So that's how fast it, it it escalated. And when you get to a certain point, like we were we were in such limbo that, um, you know, there's there we had a, a big Airbnb that we had Airbnb that we had to cancel. People had flights that they had to adjust and cancel. You can't get through to any of the airlines. I still have no idea what's what's up with my flight. I just didn't show up. I sent I sent emails and messages, but I couldn't get through on on the uh, on the phone by any means it couldn't get through in any of those chats it was all stuffed up so you know i guess i'll just figure that out later but there's a lot of things that have to happen in uh, in a short amount of time and you know the writing was on the wall last night as soon as the nba went down I'm like you know those dominoes are going to fall because as soon as the public pressure becomes high enough and the media starts covering it these teams are going to have to do it there you just can't risk any kind of a uh, you know one person gets sick from one of these events and you're screwed uh you know with yeah. with anything with public uh public perception um just just a, a nightmare of pr right there so uh yeah i kind of knew it was going to come it was just a matter of how fast they were going to do it and honestly at that point like when you realize that it was going to happen you're like okay can you just do it so that we can have time to act and like and get people in in uh, in the right mindset and and try to help people out as much as we can because people are now going to expect refunds and just so everybody knows to update on all that stuff I have spoken with the ticket office down in Tampa um, and they are issuing refunds you know we'll hopefully see everything uh, by next week and then we'll you know we'll make sure that everybody's taken care of so we're taking care of all those things I want I don't want anybody to think that uh, you know they're not going to get their money by any means that that's not happening we're taking care of all that stuff we will uh, we will always do the right thing by you guys that's uh, one of our one of our top priorities it always has been always will be so um yeah yeah unfortunately we're just at the mercy of the yankees and how quickly they refund everybody because right yeah then we then we're able to refund people but yeah and i get it people you just want a ticket to our event and they, they want to know so we're trying to be as transparent and as everybody's possible. been awesome honestly like all over social and uh, we haven't even gotten that many emails which i was surprised about so i'm proud of all you guys you, i think it's because no one wanted to admit that this was possible and everyone just wanted the business to go on as usual yeah. everyone wants to go to spring training have fun go to the event go to the after party like i think about all the stuff we had planned we were all supposed to be there at different points on thursday we pushed our flights to friday just to be safe just to bide time because we knew an announcement was coming we just didn't know when it was going to be announced that what what ended up happening so we sort of just bided our time 
but we were all supposed to be there right now. We were all supposed to be picking up, uh, picking up items for the house and preparing for a Friday barbecue and going to the Friday night game and meeting everyone, 200 people at the event on Saturday. Like none of that's going to happen now. And that's what I'm most upset about even more so than I'm even more upset about all the things that we're not able to do this weekend than not having baseball for a few weeks. Right. I know it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those surreal situations. And and for people that have, um, you know, obviously we have events going on through the season too. I have no idea what's going on with yeah. that. Baseball doesn't know. The the guys up in the Yankees don't know yet. Like there, there's just so much unknown what's happening right now because they don't know when they're going to start. They don't know how the season's. We're we're about to get into a very strange situation on the baseball field too. I mean, is this is this going to be a, a shortened season? Are they going to have this season? Are they not going to have this season? Are they going to try to play as many games as possible and then move all postseason games to neutral dome, no God, dome I locations? Like, I wrote about that today. I mean? Like what's that's the worst idea I've ever heard. Can you imagine? I, I no, but I could see baseball trying to do it. Oh, that would be a complete money grab. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that you just don't. Uh, nobody has nobody's been here before, so we don't know what to do. We don't know what to expect, and I think everything is on the table, you know, until it's not. And you know, it's just a wait and see. Just game. so people know what we're talking about. So <clears throat> Ken Rosenthal wrote an article today on the Athletic, and the Athletic's actually free for like the next few days on anything coronavirus related. And this is coronavirus related, so you can read the article. Way to, cap- way also- to capitalize. I also, I know, I also wrote an article in response to Rosenthal's article because he laid out the different scenarios, what MLB could do in response. And one of them was to shorten the season. And I think that's the most logical outcome for this. Yeah. They're going to be a a shortened season. But he said owners have already discussed and it has been discussed different ways to make up games. One of them is to skip the all-star week. So you don't have to take off four or five days. That makes sense. That seems like an easy compromise. I said you could even schedule double headers and expand rosters, and I'd be okay with that. Expand rosters. Then, now we're talking. That's a different game. Now we're talking like, you know, dipping into the minors, and there's going to be guys coming off the couch. You know, we might be. Able, we might have yeah. open tryouts. Ooh. More MLB jobs. Wow. More MLB jobs. Whatever. If you schedule one or two double headers a week, and on those days you get 27, 28 men on your roster, who knows? Whatever. If if owners are dead set on making up gate revenue and TV revenue. But the doozy was that they would just play the regular season through October. And then all postseason games would be played, obviously, in November, in New York, in northern cities. You can't play outdoor baseball in November. You can barely play it in the end of October. They would play in domed stadiums on neutral fields. And I (laughs) thought that was the stupidest proposal I've ever heard. The entire point of MLB postseason is either... Having your home field advantage. Which was, which was completely fan. erased last year. No, but, but that's what you play for. That's, what, that's the, it's part of the atmosphere. It's everything. If the Yankees are playing Houston in the playoffs on November 12th next year, and it's in Miami, Florida, who the hell's, what the hell is that? I'm, I'm going to that game. I mean, I can tell you that. I, I'm making a trip down okay, to South Beach to go watch that. That's not, that's not ideal. That's not what... That's not what I want anyway. I would gladly sacrifice 30 regular season games if it meant play the postseason in October as planned on regular in regular stadiums where they should be played. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it it could be it'll be it would be interesting. Look, if they if you're not going to be able to get though, depending on first of all, it all it all depends on when you start the season because you yeah, know, this could all be moot if they don't start the season until 
June or July, like they, you, you can't, can't do make it anyway. up all those. You can't make up all those games. Yeah. So who knows? And I think obviously but right they could now make up some. They could make up a percentage of them. That's the thing that I'm worried about. Yeah. Okay. Is then, owners then don't want to lose three months, but the you know when you're looking at the reschedules and you're trying to determine what the schedules look like now, who are you playing? What games are you cutting out? Are you just going yeah, up to exactly. that point? The, the domino effect is it, there's so many different layers to this. If if the season starts June first, do you just pick up the schedule on June first? Right. Do you start playing your opening day? Uh, what you would have on opening day, opening day on June first, and then just don't play the last two months of the season. Do you rework the schedule so you don't play certain teams? Then you get into so many scenarios where it's just different stuff happens and might not be fair. Teams could get screwed, players could get screwed. Who the hell knows? So looking at the schedule, <laughs> I'm very much in favor for starting. Uh, our our uh, our season with the first game of the year, and then just moving forward from there. Not let's not pick it up and let's not pick it up in June or May or anything like that. Let's just play Baltimore, then Tampa, then Toronto, then Baltimore the again, teams. then Oakland, <laughs> and Texas, and Cincinnati, and Detroit. Yeah, you know this is good. We play Detroit twice in the month of uh, in the first month. We play Baltimore twice in the first month so and they probably don't play detroit again for the entire season yeah i know they don't so no this is good we need to do that because if they start in june you have uh seattle tampa kansas city boston pittsburgh well, that's not bad either minnesota baltimore actually the june schedule is pretty good too uh so let's uh we, if we could eliminate have, if we could eliminate um may that would be helpful <laughs> i think september is tough too yeah september is yeah so if we could eliminate the, the back end you know, I don't know. There's, I, I think if we start it from the beginning, it's okay. Yeah, erasing the 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 last half of the schedule is probably would work out for the Yankees. I'd say. There's also relocation discussions. There's empty stadium discussions, which I put out a, out a poll. I'm actually interested in your opinion. Mm -hmm. Would you rather uh, they wait until everything is clear and then you can go back and it's business as usual fans can go in the stadium or would you want them to start playing sooner with empty stadiums yeah i think they should play when they can empty stadiums i'm good with i think they they need to put the product yeah. on the field because i mean i think you do what you can as soon as you possibly can you know try to if you have to acclimate you know slowly into business as usual then fine but get the product on the field if these guys if they if they feel safe enough where they can get you know these guys and they're relatively uh, you know, quarantined each team and the people that are in there are good, then, you know, why not? It's a relatively sterile environment, you know? Um, and hopefully it's, would you it's play those games? Them. Where would you play those games? Would you play them in the normal stadiums or would you do it at the spring training facilities? Oh, I don't know. That's, that's a little bit further than I've thought. It doesn't, I don't think it matters. Does it? <laughs> no one's going to be there. So who um, cares? Probably no, you probably want to do it in spring training because then you because have easy there's travel. less travel. Yeah. It's easy travel. You can you contain things better. Yeah. So obviously the Yankees would have to play some teams in in Arizona because West Coast teams play in Arizona, East Coast teams play in Florida. Mm -hmm. So when they when it comes time for them to play the whatever the Anaheim Angels, you got to fly to Arizona and play. So if you and look, they probably if, rework the schedule so it, you know you can stay in Arizona for a month, stay in Florida for a month or whatever. I have no clue. If you look this at our schedule right waters. now, the first two weeks we have up until one, two, yeah, we have Baltimore, then we have Tampa, then we have Toronto, then we have Baltimore again, and then we have Oakland on on uh, the tenth of April. So that would be the first game that would be in Arizona because then you have Oakland, Texas, Cincinnati. Uh, and then Detroit, Cleveland, Detroit. So De Detroit is and Cleveland, I'm pretty sure, are Florida, but I believe Cincinnati is Arizona. 
Yeah, I think Cleveland's Arizona too, but um, yeah. Okay. But Detroit, I believe, is uh, is is uh, in. There used to be in Lakeland. I don't know if they're there anymore. But they're in Florida. So these are all the scenarios that we're gonna see how it plays out over the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of scenarios, lots of lots of scenarios. You know what's gonna be interesting? And look, uh, <laughs> we made this announcement a while ago, but we added a third podcast to the Yankees, uh, to the to the Bronx Pinstripes family. Some uh, some 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 guys that live on the Upper East Side, the 161 boys. They're going to be playing a lot of MLB The Show coming up. And I think I'm about to go buy a PS4 and get back in the game. I think it's time You're for me to unretire. You're going to invest in an esports team? Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to unretire and get back in the game because these guys are uh, are all about it. We're going to start throwing up some MLB The Show content, which I'm excited for because I used to be a big, big video game guy. And I've, I've really not lost it. Like, I've, I've gone home and played my little brother and whooped his ass in, in many of these games very, very recently. So it's still there. I still got, like, the fast twitch and the thumbs. Um so I think I'm going to go out and uh, and buy some game systems and uh, and get into it because you know what we're going to be we're going to be dying for some for some sports. Yeah, there's going to be nothing. There's no no live sports yeah. action. So yeah, esports is about last, to tick up. What's the last console you owned? Uh, a PlayStation Three or yeah. Oh, so you've owned something yeah, yeah. more recent than I have. Yeah, because I've, I've used it for you know streaming. Uh, movies and things like that too so yeah I've, okay i've i, I'm not I think the last off. one i owned was an xbox one so i've not i you know i was never a huge video game guy i was i was a big video game guy i was a big sports video game guy i was a huge madden guy used to used to destroy the uh blitz um and uh and i played a lot of mlb actually nba 2k rank your one. rank your top three you don't have to say specific games but like um sports game franchises sports game franchise okay um uh, this is back in the day. This one's going to date me, but um, Sega Genesis, NHL, <laughs> NHL, NHL. Say, what are you, Tecmo Bowl guy? Not well. Tecmo Bowl is fun, but I didn't even really play that much till college, actually. So that was more of a throwback. But um, the uh, the NHL series on Sega was was legit. Ninety four was awesome. There were so many little cheat moves and, and things you could do. Ninety five, you could make Gretzky's head bleed from swingers you see in the movie you know that move um but that's actually how i got into hockey back then i was a huge uh-huh. huge hockey fan. i was a huge devils fan and it was because of that video game so the fact that mlb the show is coming out right now it's tonight tonight midnight is the early release for it i actually think it's going to be interesting to see how the younger population who plays more video games than obviously some of the older people uh, how baseball ticks up a little bit because this game is going to be on the forefront of everything when you're talking about baseball. It's going to be MLB The Show. So I'm interested to see how that actually uh, works and how that has like a, a kind of a long tail effect because NBA 2K is massive, obviously. And then next year, MLB The Show is going cross-platform. Yeah, so, so NBA has the 2K franchise. Baseball, mm-hmm. the 2K franchise that Jeter used to be on the cover for, like that's no longer yeah, no, popular. No. So MLB The Show is a good one. That's I'd, I'd say that was the other one, uh, my other franchise. And then I love Madden. I mean, Madden's always been a, a favorite of mine. I played that f- across different platforms. So, did you play the MVP franchise on PlayStation? No, for baseball. No, I didn't. That was my favorite baseball series. Yeah. It was MVP Baseball 2003, four, and five. It was Pujols on the cover, Manny on the cover one year, and then I'm forgetting the other cover. Uh, the t- I think Barry Bonds was one of the covers. But in one of the years, there was a glitch in the game where left-handed hitters had one one hundredth or like one tenth the power of right-handed hitters so it was next to impossible to hit a home run with a left-handed hitter yeah i don't know anything about that the there were glitches in the and 
all the Madden games, there have been glitches that I've that I remember. I remember in college, <laughs> I used to I used to play with the Cowboys with Keyshawn Johnson just because Keyshawn was there, and I could I had one I could run one play and beat anybody, and they couldn't stop it. It was it was just I knew it was unbeatable, uh, so I won a lot of bets with that. Just one play to Keyshawn, uh, and then. It, was it a wheel route? No, it was a. I think it was a. It was an out route, or it was a, a deep flag. It was one of those. It was. It was one of those. Uh, it was just an indefensible play. You could bring your entire team over there, and he would still catch it. It was infuriating <laughs> to people, and it made me so happy. Um, <laughs> and then in the NHL series, you know, in '94, you could cut straight across the goalie. Uh, if you cut straight across the goalie, the goalie would sweep towards the the uh, the direction that you were coming from. Every single time. So all you had to do is just wait, and then and then it was an open net. And then in '97, you could if you took an angle from the blue line and went directly at the goalie, and they did one juke move left right. He would always move over, and the uh, top right was open every single time. It was a goal every single time. So we used to have rules where you can't go across. You can't go across in '94. And I would literally, my brother and I used to gotten like knockdown, drag out fights over this. <laughs> so um, that's one thing I wish because obviously my I only have a sister. Yeah. She's five years younger than me. So obviously we're not going to play video games. Um, that's one thing I miss. Yeah, I obviously played with my with like my buddies when we got a little bit older, but having those knockdown dragout brother video game matchups must have been fun. I say I, I say knockdown t- dragouts. He is four to five years younger than me, depending on what the calendar is. I used to whoop his ass. So so it was. That's not fair. Four to five years, you're always going to be more advanced at the game than he is. Yes. Well, no. Well, yes. I mean, I was better at everything <laughs> for a while until he caught up. You know, but um. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was that's what I mean. More, more along the lines of it was like if he did it, I would kick his ass, and then if he would, uh, if I did it, he would, you know, cry like a little bitch, and someone would get in trouble probably. But yeah, mm. it was. Uh, oh, shout out to my brother Tim, who is uh, in BP Crew Denver. Uh, I was a big Tony Hawk guy. Tony Hawk never got started. into that. Never got into Tony Hawk. I, pro- I was I, bad at it. That's why I just didn't. Yeah, it was too many we, uh, in college. I don't even remember which game it was because there were so many of them. We would just play. We would do like round robin tournaments. And I got so good at the game at one point that for it was two minute rounds. I would either score like five million points or zero points because the entire two minutes would just be one continuous trick. Yeah. So if I fell at the end, I got zero points. But if I landed it, then I won because it was like 5 million points. I, and that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm not really concentrating on school. I'm just playing Tony Hawk. Right. I need to get my life together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that was NFL Blitz for me for a little while. And uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods took over my life for a little bit, too. Ooh, Tiger Woods. That's a good Tiger one. Woods that might be in my game. top three, actually. Yeah, Tiger Woods was a great game until they, t- they completely took it away. And I think it's back now, I think. I'm not sure. I think it, it is took back. Tiger Woods. Well, yeah, away? when Tiger Woods was not, you know, you know, when Tiger Woods was when Tiger Woods, like, you know, canceled got, for a little while. When Tiger Woods got attacked on Thanksgiving by <laughs> by from his wife with a driver. Yeah, the, he went away for a little bit. But um, okay. but uh, yeah, that was a fun game. He's rebounded. Good for Tiger. You know what? Tiger Woods rebounded, and so is America. We're gonna rebound from coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. We're gonna smash some apples in a batting cage. That it's gonna happen. That is going to happen this year. Yeah. So. We uh, we had so many fun things planned for this weekend with Sailor Jerry, Savage Apple, and Blue Point and their Pinstripe, Bil- Pinstripe Pilsner beer. Uh, we're going to hopefully do stuff with them later down the road this season. It sucks that we're not going to be with baseball for the next however long. month. 
at least month, month plus, we're going to keep bringing you episodes. We have a lot of stuff, a lot of content planned, um, previewing other AL East teams. And I guess we're going to have to get creative and find things to talk about. That That's okay. I'm fine seems with that. Seems doable. Yeah, let's do it. You know, let's just, people are going to look for things to do. <laughs> we're all going to be inside, maybe in our houses for a, a while. Who knows what this thing, what happens here. Yeah, so. podcasts are about to explode. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you guys might learn a lot more about us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, we found something to talk about for 10 minutes, video games on this episode. There you so go. Who knows? Yeah. And I'm literally going to go buy a PS4 in like five minutes and pick, <laughs> hook that up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Anything else? We're going to be back on Monday. Talk more about the ramifications of this, how it affects the Yankees. Maybe we'll get more news from MLB and what their plans are for the season. Um, injury updates to guys. Guys, submit your mailbag questions. I'm sure you've got a lot considering... Uh, everything that's gone on. I think there's an interesting po- uh, portion of this with salaries. And I don't haven't oh, yeah. really found a clear answer. I saw answer Lindsay, on... Lindsay Adler's tweet. Is that kind of what you're referring to? Where a lot of the guys... Yeah, but I also got... I got um, someone on Twitter asked me about, you know, what happens with guys vesting options and they have to hit incentives right, and all right, that kind right, of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's going to, I think... Yeah, Jay Happ's not going to get it. Jay Happ, but like other guys have incentives too on innings and games pitch. I know Dylan Batances has incentives. Right. So with his Mets contract. So all that stuff is going to need to be worked out. I don't know if it's going to be on a percentage basis. And if they miss 18% of the season, then everyone just gets 18% knocked off their incentive. Who the hell knows? I think it's going to need to be worked out. So I think we're about to find out is what I'm saying. Buckle up. Yeah. Yeah. Any Anything else you want to add? No, man. I just hope everybody is, uh, you know, stay safe. Don't, don't cough on anybody. Uh, if you have to sneeze or cough, do it into your elbow. <laughs> don't touch things after you uh, touch your mouth. Don't touch your eyes. You know all that stuff. Don't do that. Just uh, just be smart. Yeah, don't be the don't be the jackass from the. From the what, what team is he on? Goddard, Gabbert. I think he's with the Utah Jazz. Okay. Again, not an NBA guy. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees.